The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is our inheritance in Christ? The Bible is full of references to the inheritance believers have in Christ. Ephesians 1 verse 11 says, In Christ we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. Other passages that mention a believer's inheritance include Colossians 3 verse 24 and Hebrews 9 verse 15. Our inheritance is, in a word, heaven. It is the sum total of all God has promised us in salvation. Words related to inheritance in Scripture are portion and heritage. 1 Peter 1 verse 4 describes this inheritance further, saying that we have been born again into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. According to the Apostle Peter, our inheritance is distinguished by four important qualities. Our inheritance in Christ is imperishable. What we have in Christ is not subject to corruption or decay. In contrast, everything on earth is in the process of decaying, rusting, or falling apart. The law of entropy affects our houses, our cars, and even our own bodies. Our treasure in heaven, though, is unaffected by entropy. Those who have been born again are born not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring Word of God. 1 Peter 1, verse 23. Our inheritance in Christ is unspoiled. What we have in Christ is free from anything that would deform, debase, or degrade. Nothing on earth is perfect. Even the most beautiful things of this world are flawed. If we look closely enough, we can always find an imperfection. But Christ is truly perfect. He is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Hebrews 7, verse 26. And our inheritance in Him is also holy, blameless, exalted, and pure. No earthly corruption or weakness can touch what God has bestowed. Revelation 1, verse 27 says that nothing impure will ever enter the new Jerusalem, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. Our inheritance in Christ is unfading. What we have in Christ is an enduring possession. As creatures of this world, it is hard for us to imagine colors that never fade, excitement that never flags, or value that never depreciates. But our inheritance is not of this world. Its glorious intensity will never diminish. God says, I am making everything new. Revelation 21, verse 5. Our inheritance in Christ is reserved. What we have in Christ is being kept in heaven for us. Your crown of glory has your name on it. Although we enjoy many blessings as children of God here on earth, our true inheritance, our true home, is reserved for us in heaven. Like Abraham, we are looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Hebrews 11, verse 10. The Holy Spirit guarantees that we will receive eternal life in the world to come. In fact, when you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, guaranteeing our inheritance. Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14. Jesus prayed for His followers. Holy Father, protect them by the power of Your name. John 17, verse 11. We are secure, being guarded by the Almighty Himself, and surely our inheritance is equally secure. No one can steal it from us. John 10, verses 28 and 29, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. See also Matthew 6, verse 20. As God's children, adopted into His family, we have been assured an inheritance from our Heavenly Father. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, 
heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Romans 8, verse 17. This heavenly heritage is God's purpose and will for us. We receive the promise of our inheritance by hearing the word of truth and believing in Christ. One day we will take possession of our portion, our heritage, our full inheritance. John Calvin writes of our inheritance, We do not have the full enjoyment of it at present. We walk in hope, and we do not see the thing as if it were present, but we see it by faith. Although then the world gives itself liberty to trample us underfoot, as they say, although our Lord keeps us tried with many temptations, although He humbles us in such a way that it may seem we are as sheep appointed to the slaughter, so that we are continually at death's door, yet we are not destitute of a good remedy. And why, seeing that the Holy Spirit reigns in our hearts, we have something for which to give praise even in the midst of all our temptations. Therefore we should rejoice, mourn, grieve, give thanks, be content, wait. End of quote. When we understand and value the glory that awaits us, we are better able to endure whatever comes our way in this life. We can give God praise, even during trials, because we have His guarantee that we will receive all He has promised, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17. Revelation 21, verse 4, gives us a brief but beautiful description of our inheritance. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. God and man will dwell together. Everything will be made new. The bejeweled city, the new Jerusalem, will be our residence. The river of life will issue from God's throne. The healing tree of life, with twelve kinds of fruit, will grow there too. There will be no night there, because the eternal light of the Lamb will fill the new Jerusalem and new earth and shine upon all the heirs of God. David writes, Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Psalm 16, verses 5 and 6. And that is why we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.